0: thinking that if we build it, they would have come. It's not necessarily <laughs> yeah. the case. Uh, we're, we're marketers at heart and and realize that really, uh, as excited as we were about the product, not everyone else was as excited. And I really look at Funnel as just, it's a systematic approach at helping take your customers, your prospects through a sequence that actually gets them exactly what they want mm-hmm. without distracting them. Yeah, I, I think agree. too often that people send people to their, their website and they're they get so easily distracted. So the idea is, Really pick just one product or service and you end up selling that one product through your funnel. So if you're not clear on the idea of of the product or service, really the most important thing is you have to identify who's the customer you're trying to serve.
1: And that is coming up next on Bootstrapping Your Dream Show, so stay tuned. So the big question is this, how are ambitious people like us who don't have a lot of resources, did not go to Ivy League colleges, were not born into wealth, How do we become resourceful enough, use our creativity, our dedication, and a little bit of crazy to bootstrap our way to realizing our dreams, whether it is launching a new company, launching a new app, or making it to the top of the corporate ladder? That is the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. We have created a tremendous community of bootstrappers, entrepreneurs, and professionals who are ambitious, resourceful, and want to get things done. We brainstorm, support, and help each other out. So come join us. Navigate to bootstrapping.group. Join today and get the Startup Founders Technology Accelerator video series absolutely free. Hello and welcome to this new episode of Bootstrapping Your Dream Show. And today I have a very special guest and his name is Dave Woodward. I'm sure most of you already know his name. Dave is the Chief Revenue and Business Development Officer of ClickFunnels and the host of weekly ClickFunnels podcast, Funnel Hacker Radio. If you are a tech entrepreneur or an online marketer, then you must have heard of ClickFunnels, but if not, then this is your chance to get familiar with this awesome product. I have been a subscriber for two years and ClickFunnels is a SaaS software that lets people design, create sales pages, landing pages, order forms, membership sites, and much, much more. And through this software, people can manage their entire sales and marketing funnel. It also helps people with anything to buy or sell to do in the most effective and efficient way. Welcome, Dave.
0: I'm excited, this will be a lot of fun.
1: Awesome, that's great. So I've been following the ClickFunnels journey for a while and uh, you know it, it, uh, it's it been amazing to uh, just see how it works uh, grew so fast and obviously you had a huge contribution uh, in this growth, so can you uh, walk us down the memory lane and uh, take us to the early days, how it got started and, and uh, you know I'm sure it has been uh, quite a journey and uh, I'd love to uh, learn a little bit about that journey.
0: Sure, we ended up starting out of the, our own necessity. We actually, uh, Todd, who is one of our co-founders, so Todd and Russell Brunson. Tom Dickerson, uh, started this really because he was spending a whole bunch of his time continuing to rebuild a lot of funnels over and over and over again. He's like, there's got to be an easier way. We keep spending all this time redoing the exact same thing for the different types of products, whether it was in health and fitness or nutrition or finance or real estate or whatever it might have been in. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of that idea that got things started. And uh, he and Russell kind of came together and Russell uh, said, well, if we're going to do this, let me give you all the things I really want inside of the product. And that's mm-hmm. uh, we started with a whiteboard. And that's kind of how it got started five years ago. And now we've got 100,000 customers and uh, wow. around the world.
1: Wow. All right. So, um, you know, as it is, uh, uh, I guess, customary, like I'm sure there were a lot of chaotic mom- uh, moments uh, when you started. A lot of mistakes were made. So um, uh, if you're okay with that, uh, can you share a few uh, interesting mistakes that were made or stories uh, from the past?
0: Of course. I think uh, the first story or the first mistake was thinking that if we build it, they would have come. That's not necessarily the case. Uh, we're, we're marketers at heart and, and realized that really, uh, as excited as we were about the product, not everyone else was as excited. And so we spent a whole bunch of time uh, really trying to figure out what was the best way to launch a software product. We were bootstrapped, kind of goes along with uh, your name here, and realizing we didn't want to take on a whole bunch of BC capital. We, we didn't want to dilute our equity. We didn't want to do the cap table. And so we thought there's got to be some way we could actually build this using our own, our own marketing prowess. And that's really what we ended up doing, just eating our own dog food or eating our own caviar, I guess is another way of saying it, where we really spent the time to create funnels. Uh, the first funnel that really made a big difference for us was Russell's book.com Secrets. Mm-hmm. But uh, for us, we decided to sell software. Uh, it would cost us about $140 for every free trial, and you know, 40% of those actually convert to paid. So it's almost you know, over $300 and it just didn't make sense. So what we ended up doing was actually going upstream in our value ladder and started selling ClickFunnels actually by giving away free when people bought a lot of the funnel hacker training. And so we did that through a webinar. It was a nine ninety seven offer at the time. We originally started off for six months of ClickFunnels and that's really what got things going for us.
1: Awesome. That's great. So there are uh, really good lessons right there. Uh, anybody who's listening, who's uh, trying to get traction for their for their um Start up, uh, you know, uh, build it, and they will come. That's a that's a good one, uh, which is a myth. So please don't fall for that. Now, <laughs> uh, before we go further, let's uh, let's uh, first define what a funnel is. Uh, I mean, most people may understand it, but uh, you know, it'll be it'll be great to um, if it if you can explain it um, in your own words what a funnel is.
0: That's <laughs> funny, you mentioned that. Russ and I were literally just talking about this yesterday. We had a, one of our funnel hacker community. Uh, members was on a radio or TV st- station in Nashville mm-hmm. as we're getting ready for Funnel Hacking Live and he was talking about funnels and and said, like, man, I think he does a better job explaining funnels than I do. <laughs> and for us, I really look at funnel as just, it's a systematic approach at helping take your customers, your prospects through a, a sequence that actually gets them exactly what they want mm-hmm. without distracting them. Yeah, I, I think agree. too often that people send people to their, their website and they're they get so easily distracted. So the idea is really pick just one product our service, and you end up selling that one product through your funnel. And the idea behind it is to make sure that you're helping people eliminate their fears, overcoming any of the limiting beliefs they might have, yeah. to really make sure that your product or service fits exactly what it is that they want. And that's the idea behind a funnel. Probably the best way of looking at it, uh, we always joke around about it is as funnels that people are exposed to every day. Anyway, if you ever go into a drive-through, you know, McDonald's was always famous. Well, do you want to coke? Do you want coke and fries with that? And that was their funnel. So they basically got you in the drive-thru, you ordered a Big Mac, their funnel basically took you to the next logical sequence was, oh, I need a a Diet Coke and a Fry or whatever it might be. Uh, We see the same thing on Amazon. When you get through Amazon, the very end, it's like people who bought this also bought that. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, if you're an Amazon seller, those are your competitors' products, so it actually hurts you. Mm -hmm. But for Amazon, it works really well because it increases their average cart value. Um, GoDaddy, if you ever bought a domain through GoDaddy, they do the exact same thing. You buy the domain and they take you through the rest of the steps of the funnel. Do you want to add privacy protection to that? Do you want to add a funnel builder to that? Do you want to add whatever it might be? And so the idea behind it is really to help them get the very first product and then take them through a logical sequence of what is the next thing that person needs and then to yeah, yeah. be able to up sales and down sales, allow them to create that awesome. ideal product. That's
1: great. And, uh, you know, um, there's a lot of psychology in play here. Like, you know, um, people, people think, okay, you know, it's a technical thing. Okay, let's put a funnel together and all that stuff. Uh, but as you describe it, you even use uh, words like, you know, overcome their fears, their limiting beliefs. So there's a whole lot of psychology behind it, right? Like, so can you speak a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, I think the, uh, the definitely the psychology really is more human nature. It's a matter of helping people. Once a person buys one thing, that itch has been scratched. And so, if you're selling, um, so unless you're selling supplement products, typically the next thing is what is the very next thing a person, what's the next problem they have to buy? So, whenever you sell one thing, by answering that one solution or providing that solution, you then create a new problem for them. And whatever that new problem is, that's what your next product should be. So, Mm -hmm. take for example, when we were putting together um, the whole funnel builder secrets or funnel hacks webinar, So they now have software, but then they what they needed was copy, and so we then created a product with Jim Edwards Funnel Scripts, which actually helps create that copy for them. Well, now they've got the copy and they've got everything now set up inside of the funnel. Well, they now need traffic, Mm -hmm. so the next logical product was then Traffic Secrets, which then helped them provide traffic to their funnel to get them the results that they ultimately wanted. And so the idea behind it is really, from a human nature standpoint, is to understand. Once that itch has been scratched, what's the next problem that your, your solution has created? And then to, that's your next product or service you'd add to your funnel.
1: Okay, got it. And um, one thing that you mentioned, uh, which I experience a lot when I talk to entrepreneurs is, uh, or somebody who's an aspiring entrepreneur, is like, they don't know what, what product they can bring to the market or what um, service they can bring to the market. And I know that you, uh, that you do help with that as well uh, in some capacity. So can you talk a little bit about that? Like how, how can one uh, figure out what they can sell uh, if, they have,
0: if, they do, if they're not very clear on the idea? So if you're not clear on the idea of, of the product or service, really the most important thing is you have to identify what is it, who's the customer you're trying to serve. Uh, we've had a lot of conversations recently. I, I did a podcast on ClickFunnels Radio with uh, John Lee Dumas. Mm-hmm. Talking about his avatar. I was talking to Russell about it. He has the same conversation in both dot-com secrets and now traffic secrets. Mm-hmm. And probably the easiest way of looking at it is uh, Perry Belcher, a dear friend of mine, worked uh, basically kind of created Traffic uh, traffic and Conversion Summit years ago with Digital Marketer. He actually was selling to Sally. Uh, he was selling basically Sally Beauty Supplies. Mm-hmm. And while he was in there, he was sitting there and he was presenting a bunch of different products that he had. And they kept saying, well, you know what? Uh, I don't think Alexa would like that. And he's like, who's Alexa? And then he talked about the next, so if, if it's not these, these fingernail things, what about this hair stuff? Well, yeah. I don't think Alexa would like that. And it's like, well, if it's not, if she, who is this Alexa? And finally got so frustrated. He's like, listen, obviously none of you can make the decision here. Why don't you just bring Alexa in the room? Let me talk to Alexa and she can then make this decision. And they go, oh, Harry, you don't get it. Alexa actually is our avatar. Alexa is our ideal customer. Right. And I think the, the idea behind that is you have to identify who is your ideal customer that you want to serve? And once you identify that, it's much easier than to find out what the products and services are. Uh, if you're just trying to go out and make money online selling any product, then any Amazon or drop shipping course or something like that is fine. But if you're really trying to serve somebody, you have to identify who your avatar is and what's the best product or service for them.
1: Awesome. Well, it uh, would have been a funny conversation if uh, that Alexa device was in the room. I know. Um, that was years,
0: years before it was ever <laughs> created.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they had to change the name of the avatar for sure. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, now one interesting fact about you, what I found out uh, during the research was you came from the insurance industry. And so now you I mean, insurance um, being, you know, uh, the, the perception is it's an old uh, gorilla industry, you know, uh, not much innovation happens. And from there to ClickFunnels, which is on the forefront of digital marketing and all that, how did that happen? What was that transformation like?
0: Yeah, so I started off, uh, actually went to school to become a doctor. I was accepted to medical school and decided not to do that at the very last minute. Mm -hmm. And uh, my brother-in-law had an employee benefits company. And Mm -hmm. so I decided to kind of go work with him. And we created this uh, product or service, obviously used a lot of insurance products. And uh, we ended up selling that. And once we sold it, one of the things I found I was really passionate about was marketing. Mm -hmm. And that was the part that excited me more more so than the insurance was the actual marketing and working with other other people in the company. So I created my own marketing agency in the early 2000s and uh, started doing a lot of marketing for mortgage companies, insurance agents, financial planners, health insurance. And that's really where I kind of cut my teeth is more in the direct response marketing days than Dan Canby. So that was my entrance into uh, marketing.
1: I see. I see. Cool. And um, there's another story. Um, I watched one of your videos on, on your podcast and you were talking about um, uh, uh, High ticket, uh, high ticket clients, and apparently you have some uh, brass balls that you that you play <laughs> around with, and uh, uh, that probably sounds a, pretty bad. <laughs> um,
0: so you're asking as far as uh, either about the, the well, let, the brass- let's
1: talk about the high ticket. You know, high like um, I want to uh, provide value to the listeners and viewers. So, uh, what is your opinion about high ticket versus low ticket and all that? And And then uh, obviously we can talk about the balls as well.
0: (laughs) So for me, uh, a lot of it kind of depends on your value ladder. You have to kind of find out where, what are the products or services within your value ladder? I always feel that it's a lot easier to start midstream or even on the upper end to bring clients in that way. Primarily because you can then afford to, it's really hard to sell and create a business just off off of $37 eBooks. It's just a really, really tough business. It's much easier to get a client that you can serve at $1,000 or $2,000 or $5,000 and really provide value and get better testimonials and create true value for that customer. More importantly, it also allows you to provide you the time and the resources that you need then to, to feed your family and to, mm-hmm. to have money to actually spend on, 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 on your traffic or things. So mm-hmm. I'm just a huge proponent that it's a lot easier to start in the mid tier, mm-hmm. mid to high tier than it is to start on the lower side. Uh, we did the same thing when we created when we started ClickFunnels. We actually ended up selling a 997 price point. Uh, and then that allowed us to have money that we could then go ahead and eventually we, we built out later a lot of the other front-end funnels that are our $7, you know, free plus shipping book offers and things. So we did the exact same thing. And I just believe that for any entrepreneur, it's a lot easier to start at a higher ticket, find it, find out what is the very best product or service you can provide and try to fulfill on that piece then try to start off at the very bottom and then build it one tier at a time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I see.
1: That's awesome. And so, yeah, do do you want to, do you want to mention the walls or? or
0: (laughs) So when I first got started in affiliate marketing years ago, uh, one of the the contests I won actually was with Russell. Actually, was, I was an affiliate for Russell Mm -hmm. and, uh, we were part of the thing was, uh, basically going out and promoting, uh, at the time it was a lot of, of courses, uh, one of those courses actually ended up being a, a video summit that he had done with dan kennedy and so dan kennedy based uh, the story behind dan kennedy was he was sitting in front of uh in front of a client and he offered this huge six-figure price tag for his pro- for his for his products and and his client said man you must have brass balls and he's like what do you mean he goes i've never had anybody say with a straight face that high of a price point. And so Dan basically then created a, this award, which is his brass balls <laughs> award. And, and that's, that's what I ended up winning from Russell. Awesome. That's
1: great. Um, and now one thing you mentioned was value letters. So if you can clarify that as well, because then it'll yeah. give some context to the question that we discussed earlier.
0: So when you're, when you take a look at the products or services that you're going to offer your clients, there is typically a, a value ladder. Uh, It's an exchange of, yeah, I take a look at, you know, what's the, if I was to sit down and create a product, you know, we go through a whole whiteboard experience as far as what was the very highest amount of value I could provide to anybody? Well, that would be your very, very top tier. And then what you're going to find is, you know, what's the price point I'm, that's going to cost? Is it a thousand dollars? Is it 10,000? Is it might be a high-end mastermind? You know, we have products and services we sell for over six figures. And, in doing that, you then say, okay, that's the very top end. Well, I know not everybody, I can't just go off, walk down the street to anybody and say, hey, you know what, I've got this mastermind I'm selling for six, for $100,000, do you want to join it? And people are going, like, I don't even know who you are. Mm-hmm. And so what you'll find is typically the value ladder is different tiers of, of price points. Most importantly, it's not just the price point, it's the actual product or the service you're offering at that price. Mm-hmm. So for us with ClickFunnels, we start off with a seven dollar free plus shipping book with Russell, where people get exposed to dot-com secrets or expert secrets or traffic secrets, soon to be released in May. And that's how they basically get they can get some content or information about what we do. Mm-hmm. From there, then they get exposed to to click funnels and they get exposed to our one funnel away challenge for hundred dollars And then from that, there's another tier of click funnels. So it goes from $97 to 297 And then we're releasing a, a higher price point here at, at Funnel Hacking Live. Hmm, and awesome. you'll find that each time, and then we have a coaching program on top of that later. So whenever you take a look at your value ladder, the whole idea behind it is to identify what product or service is the ideal product first, what's the very most I could deliver, and then how can I get people interested in that? And those will be different tiers along the value ladder.
1: Cool, very cool. And uh, you know, uh, ClickFunnels is, uh, is a success story. So you have uh, lived through hyper growth. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Like, you know, what kind of, what kind of mindset uh, shifts you had to experience, or you noticed that, uh, you know, that, uh, that you had different mindset than others who are maybe struggling, uh, because I, I feel that you know, um, success uh, has a lot to do with how we think, how we, what we believe, and uh, how we, how we make take decisions. So, can you shed a
0: little bit of light on that? Of course. Um, I can say for mindset is a huge thing. You could probably, I mean, there's been volumes of books written on mindset, and we could spend hours and hours talking about it. As a business owner, as an entrepreneur, one of the main things you're going to find is the the biggest battle you're ever going to face is is trying to control the space between your ears, hmm. and that's the battle that uh, most of us struggle the most with on a regular basis, and that is. Trying to overcome fears, trying to overcome doubt, trying to feel worthy of whatever that expectation or that next level might be. Um, I can tell you for me personally, I'm a huge believer that uh, as a business owner, you typically will have to cycle one or two times before you really get your, your big opportunity. Uh, meaning it's not uncommon. Uh, I know in my own case, I've, I've had fortunes and I've lost fortunes. Uh, I can tell you, I basically cycled two distinct times and probably a third or fourth of you year to kind of look at some other minor mishaps. Mm-hmm. But in doing that it's it's the becoming it's who you become. Uh, if you take a look at the uh in expert secrets uh Russell basically was writing that just rewrote and that is this it's the idea of this hero's two journeys. Mm-hmm. And anytime you're looking at the journey that a person's going to go through there's two different journeys that you go on. One is the journey of a- achievement, the journey of accomplishment. The second journey is the journey of transformation. Yeah. The journey of achievement is, is the task, the goal that you're wanting to go after. It's, it's the brass ring. It's, the, it's winning the, the Winston Cup if you're a Cars fan or whatever. I mean, there's a ton of different achievements that you're going to go for. Uh, for a lot of our uh, people who follow ClickFunnels, the, the big achievement for a lot of them is the Two Comma Club where they've made over a million dollars inside of the funnel. That's where the Two Commas come from. Yeah, yeah. And so if that's the achievement. That's what they're going for is this Two Comma Club award there's going to be a lot of things that are going to take place during that journey. And typically what you're going to find is it's who you become. It's that journey of transformation that is so much more important than the actual journey of achievement. Uh, You'll hear a lot of people talk, you know, millionaires who end up losing, losing it all. And they end up rebuilding it so much faster the second time. It's because they've already gone through the steps of the journey of achievement. And you can go through those much faster the second or the third time. The reason for that is because of who you became during that journey. You're able to overcome because you you dealt with the inner demons, you dealt with the the mindset, the literally that space between your ears where you're sitting there trying to figure out when you're the only one out there and it's just you against the world and you feel all alone. How do you handle those quiet moments? How do you deal with the stress when when all of a sudden your Facebook account gets shut down, or all of a sudden you've got a client who owes you six figures and they decide not to pay you, or I mean, those are the battles and the journeys and the and over overcoming those that's what really helps a person become the ultimate achiever or entrepreneur they want to become. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah that's so deep and uh, so true. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, everybody should really take note of this for sure. Um, any strategy, any tactic will not work if, uh, if you cannot control what's going on in your mind. Um, and so, uh, another, uh, extension to this is like you, uh, as, as a company, uh, ClickFunnels has been able to sort of, um, you know, extend its uh, thinking and create a huge community around it and sort of give them a new identity, you know. Um, uh, I'll let you speak to that, but, you know, you have created this movement and people identify themselves as being part of ClickFunnels and they, they think alike, they do s- similar things and all that. So uh, can you tell us what was, the, what was the motive behind it and how did you, uh, how did you build this uh, incredible community so fast?
0: Uh so as far as how do we build the the community of funnel hackers is that what you're referring to? Yeah 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 yeah. That that community ac- actually was created <laughs> they kind of created themselves. Uh my only reason in saying that is as people started identifying with what we were doing, the term funnel hacker came from Russell's first really our very first webinar which is all about funnel hacking. People very quickly began to identify with that and what you're going to find for a lot of of your clients is people want to, they want to join something. They want to belong. They want to feel the sense of unity and community. And as long as you serve them and your motives are pure, you're going to find people drawn to you because they want to, they want to become like you. They want to to basically experience the things that you're experiencing. Mm -hmm. They want to go down that journey. They want to support you in what you're doing. And for us, a lot of that was just being extremely transparent when all of a sudden in the early days, you know, our servers crash and, and, We could have ran and hot hid, but instead we decided, you know what, let's just face this. We were, ClickFunnels, we we still to this day are the number one user of our platform. No one uses it more than we do. We're building funnels right now out in the office Mm -hmm. uh, because that's what we do. But when things crashed, we were basically able to go out and say, listen, we feel your pain. We are in the exact same situation you are. Fortunately, that hasn't happened in over four years now. But it, it was part of our being that transparent that started to build that trust and that faith you'll find that trust of in a product or within a community is the most important part of that community. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to be very, very transparent. You've got to be very, very open. You've got to be willing to share the wins as well as the losses. Uh, We've had a lot of times where we've launched funnels and they didn't go as well as we thought. I had an experience literally just in December. Uh, I did a podcast on ClickFunnels radio about it where we thought we had this great win and this, it was a perfect storm. You know, over 7,000 people registered for the webinar, over 1500 people on the webinar. And then all of a sudden at the end, it just didn't click. It didn't happen. And, and we're like, what happened? Mm-hmm. We very easily could have you know, just scrapped it and gone and thrown it away, but decided, you know what? Let's double down on this. We know the offer's right. We know that everything was correct. It just didn't resonate. And so we changed and we tweaked some of the email and the follow-up sequences. And fortunately, over the next three or four days, we were able to do over $2 million in that funnel. Mm-hmm. But we go through the same things. Not every single thing we do works the very first time. Yeah, the yeah. key is then... Not to get frustrated, but to get curious. Russell did a podcast on it just the other day on his Marketing Secrets podcast about this whole idea of of understanding the the role of curiosity as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. It's very easy to get frustrated. And I think within our community, we've tried to explain that same thing to where our tagline is you're one funnel away, meaning Mm -hmm. you're not going to create one funnel. It may be your 35th funnel or your 39th funnel or your 100th funnel that actually works but it's by being curious and figuring out what didn't work that allows you to become the type of business owner and the entrepreneur that then ends up having two common club success.
1: Awesome. That's great. And uh, yeah, this is so true because um, you know, this is where uh, you were saying mindset uh, comes into the picture. Your curiosity comes into the picture. Your tenacity comes into the picture. So all these things need to come into the picture because as you said, like it's only uh, only a few lucky people, they they get it right on the first shot. But, you know, most of us have to, like, uh, experiment quite a bit to find that uh, right thing that really works, right? Totally agree. And one thing that uh, I also learned uh, from from Russell, from ClickFunnels, uh is don't go after perfectionism. And I think uh, whatever you described was in line with that. So uh, have you noticed a lot of people actually um, – actually either fall on on really shabby like you know not really like mickey mouse stuff uh, it's not working or they go for really high end perfectionism uh, but you know the sweet spot is somewhere in the middle uh, what do you what do you think um, when when you uh, talk to or run into other entrepreneurs uh, who are trying to build their ventures
0: we've always taken the approach of ready fire aim and that is uh, you can sit there and if you just fire without getting ready, you're gonna to have just to crap. Mm. <laughs> but if you sit there and you're ready, you get ready and then you aim and and you continue to check the wind and everything else, and you're just you're trying to do every single thing perfectly right, you'll never get anything done. So our approach has always been just ready, fire, and then aiming actually for us is kind of coming back afterwards and say, okay, what didn't work? Now let's mm. tweak and change it. So I'm a huge, huge proponent in taking massive action. Mm. And you'll figure out what works and what doesn't work, and as long as you're always working to progress. You'll get the success you want.
1: Awesome, awesome. And so, um, uh, one of the last questions here is: um, uh, bootstrapping is a the theme of the show, and you are one of the biggest success stories uh, of, of bootstrap companies. So, can you tell us a little bit about what is the benefit of bootstrapping versus uh, uh, venture capital? And uh, and did you experience any any hardships bootstrapping or versus you know having more money in your bank account?
0: Well. The answer is yes, you will definitely experience more hardship and pain bootstrapping (laughs) because you won't have as many resources. Mm -hmm. But what you'll find is you'll become much more resourceful. Mm -hmm. And I think for us, that was one of the main things where we looked at uh, trying to identify really what things we should spend money on and what things we shouldn't spend money on. More important, though, is it it allows you if you're bootstrapping things, main reason to do it is you control absolutely all the equity as you get successful and all that kind of stuff. I personally, there are probably some businesses that should bootstrap just because of the massive amount of cash influx yeah. that's needed if you're yeah. real estate or, or you're doing something like that. But for the majority of the time, I can tell you, I'm just a huge believer that you should, before you ever ask anyone to fund your business, you ought to be able to build your business and that ought to be able to market it in a way that the product itself pays for its, its creation, its development, and really the enhancement of that. Uh, too often I have a lot of people come to me with a great idea and they want us to fund it. I'm like, no, you haven't spent the time to, to perfect it. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of things that went wrong in the very beginning. And I think that's the idea behind bootstrapping is you figure things out, you learn, you grow. And you're not a true business owner, in my opinion, if you're not willing to, to go all in on your business mm-hmm. and do it without trying to raise capital. Yeah. Because that's where you really, find out, <laughs> you really find out how strong of a business owner you really are.
1: Yeah, exactly. I completely agree with you. And, uh,
0: and that's why we, uh, we have
1: this podcast. So thank you so much for being with us and sharing all the um, interesting stories and dropping so many value bombs. I'm sure uh, everybody got a lot out of this episode. Uh, Now, before I let you go, can you help us? um, Can you tell us how people can
0: reach out to you? Sure. Obviously clickfunnels.com is the easiest and best and fastest way of doing that Mm -hmm. uh, to find out more about clickfunnels. Uh, for me personally, on my Instagram and on Facebook, is probably easiest and fastest way awesome. to reach me.
1: Awesome. That's great. Well, thank you so much, uh, Dave, for being with us. Uh, I, hope, um, I hope you come back for another episode someday. Sounds great. Thanks. Great. Thank you so much. And that's all for now. Until next time. Now, if you're an entrepreneur or a career professional, then I invite you to join our growing community. Navigate to bootstrapping.group. As a welcome bonus, you will get the Startup Founders Technology Accelerator video series and Mastering Your Inner Game video series absolutely free. This series of short videos address some core issues which are instrumental in helping you move forward in your business or career. The videos are yours to view and share for free. No obligations or strings attached, except for one. You have to take action and implement it. So join us today. Navigate to bootstrapping.group. If you want more engaging videos and insightful interviews with industry's thought leaders, then check out the other videos we have picked for you. The link is right there. And if you want to be notified about our new content, please do consider subscribing to our channel.